Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> On this week's episode, we are doing Salem, Massachusetts. Hmm, who would have thought? Maybe we heavily hinted about this last week. <laughs> Maybe. Whoa, now. Crazy. <laughs> listen. <laughs> well, listen to my voice. Listening to the podcast. Listen to our podcast. Yeah. And go follow us on social media at the underscore. Pulter gals. That's yes. us. Yes. Please follow us. Um, and now we got some cool video. Look at our beautiful new set. I know. We're getting a polter professional in here. Professional. Polter professional. Look at us go. We're polter professionals. So we're now like 22 episodes in. Ooh. So. Do you know where we're ranked at in the network right now? We'll have to look at our numbers and we'll get back with you guys next week. So I forgot to look at the numbers. Guys, just listen to our podcast and help us get our numbers up so we yeah. can be number one. Um, our immediate enemies slash frenemies are bloody happy hour. Bloody so happy hour. And we Pete have Sousa. to fight them. And Pete Sousa. Um, Pete Sousa, he's fine. I don't want to fight him. I feel like he he's could. He's actually super nice. Yeah, I was going to say he's super nice. And he could probably kick our asses. So. <laughs> probably. <laughs> to be fair, um, he has a whole like two feet on us that's true so. he's like a seven foot tall man um i'm not okay <laughs> yeah, with fighting no. um i mean allison's tiny but she's scrappy um and i am soft i'm a soft girl i'm just baby <laughs> so <laughs> well. oh well you know what since we're doing salem massachusetts maybe we could hex them <gasps> and then we could become the top spot in our network oh. so yeah we'll be we, number we need, one we need to create a polter Polter Pals hex? Oh, yes. A Polter Pals hex. With a little hexagon. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I'm going to make like a little sigil and like put it on our Instagram. Yes. <laughs> and like this will help us become number one. Yes. And okay. then get a PP for a Polter Pals. <laughs> so we got to double hex them. Yeah, we got double hex. Yes. There you go. And then. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got ghosts of our own in the studio, if you will. And all. <laughs> All of them go by the name of Mike Hamilton. Mike, Mike Hamilton. Please look him up on the internet. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. Um, but yeah. We'll get into the history now that we blew off enough time. Yeah, there we go. So this, of course, was regarding the witch trials that took place in June of 1692 to May 1693. Woo. So about a year. Pretty close to a year. Wow, a whole year of witches. Yeah, the year of the the year of the witch. <laughs> the year, the, the year of the witch is what well, I said. 
Maybe that's yeah. the word of the week. Yitch. <laughs> so this was a series of investigations that happened in Salem that caused 19 witches, in mm. air quotes, to be hanged and many others that were suspected to be put in prison. I like to think that if I was alive back in the 1690s, I would have been burned as a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Relatable. Yeah. You know, like, that's like, that's a vibe. Like, that's my 2022 vibe. I, I would like to, <laughs> I would like to think I would be passed as normal, but I would definitely oh, pass as a witch. That's true. You cut your hair short. That's already number one witchcraft. Well, number two, I have piercings. That's witches. Have you seen that thing on yes. the internet where, like, if you check on your arm, so look on your arm and if you have a freckle right here, you're supposed to be a witch. Look on your arm. Do you have a freckle? You do not have a freckle. Well, you have one there. It's close enough, right? I think it has to be on this side. I don't know. It's one of the sides of your hands. If you have... Look, I have one on this side there. I have a burn mark right there. Does that count? Oh, so you already burnt because you're a witch. You got burned. (laughs) Oh. Um. But yeah, anyway, I don't know. Google it. (laughs) Yikes. Um, But yeah, so very cool. So uh, the witch hunts... Witch hunts originally started in England between the years of 1300 and 1330, which ended in the late 18th century. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, and so it gets a little bit crazier. Witch hunts that took place here happened much later compared to those happening in Europe. In Europe, between 40 to 60,000 were executed for witchcraft. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so compared to what happened here, it's small scale Dang. and you can like quadruple what happened here that's, and that's what's happening over there mm-hmm. the main pur- purpose of these hunts was to identify those who were witch witches rather than pursuing those who were already known witches due to the what? belief yeah so it, this was due to the belief that witches were followers of satan that traded their souls to him well so okay it, yeah so they're like, oh yes, we gotta catch these, these we gotta catch these teen witches and yeah. these baby witches yeah. before we get some sexy witches. Oh yeah, yeah, Definitely. got you. Okay, deal. Yeah. yeah, that's what happened here. It was <laughs> terrible. Uh, there were at the time two Salem's, so mm-hmm. kind of narrowing it down. Massachusetts and Oregon, right? You wish. Oh no, no, <laughs> more. No. Just you wait. So, the first which was known as Salem's Tower, and the the other uh, was being Salem, Massachusetts. Ah. The two were roughly 10 miles away, and the tower, Salem's Tower, was considered the poorer farmer's community called Salem's Village. Hmm. So that's kind of like where you get the two. Mm-hmm. There was eventually a family feud between two, mostly between two families. Mm-hmm. The Porters and the Putnams. Ooh. Yeah. The Paris belonged. So the one of these families was like interchangeable with two different family names. I think okay. it was Porters were also Paris's. But okay. uh, Paris belonged to Salem's Tower, which is considered the wealthy part mm-hmm. of Salem. Brought a wife from the village to Salem's Tower, oh. which was frowned upon. Along with the wife came three girls, one being Abigail Williams, of course. The Abigail Williams. Yeah, of course, being one of the accused witches. Yes. Um, Betty, also one of the accused witches, one of the girls, and Abby at some point started to make strange noises 
throwing things and having strange behavior. Now, in modern science, many of these behaviors could have been diagnosed as many things, some being epilepsy or some kind of like autism. Yeah, seizure. Yeah, anything that would cause some kind of that. But they, of course, then didn't know that. Didn't know about that. Um, These so-called behaviors began to spread to other local girls, making many believe that it was witchcraft. Hmm. So. Great. Yeah. So, you know, it just came to the eye and people started to see it and believed it is one thing. Great. And a lot of the episodes we cover, it's just like, hmm, mental health issues? Yeah. Who knew? It's like, I don't know why people don't look at the course of history and realize that mental health plays a big part in this. And this is why today's sponsor is BetterHelp. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. They haven't sponsored us. BetterHelp, please sponsor us. <laughs> please do, because we need to bring out these issues. Sponsored, in. not sponsored. <laughs> and not to have some of these polter sightings. I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, Betty and Abby claim to uh, have been bewitched by this girl named Tibba. Mm-hmm. A girl that was also brought over from the town. Mm-hmm. So it is believed that Tippa or Tippito, I don't know how to pronounce her name, was the slave of the wife. Yes. So I know, especially we talk about this in yeah. high school. Yeah, we Texas. had to listen to this in Texas yeah. education. And so she is brought up yeah. about being the slave of the wife. Yeah. And so she was really the, I guess, the main interest as yeah. to every everything being caused but also it was said that like didn't she like practice like voodoo yeah and like because she was you know like a different she was like french right yeah i think that was original i think her yeah it was french or some kind of like south like africa country Mm -hmm. that what had been invaded at the time by another country and then was brought over yeah as a slave yeah um she had claimed to be another innocent soul, but was not considered to be innocent. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of controversial if she was innocent or not. Or not, yeah. yeah. She later goes on to tell them what they wanted to hear and that she had been visited by the devil. Yeah. So she just was submissive about it and just told them what they wanted. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... That's a little bit of the history about it. Um, Are we ready for a breaky break? Yeah. All right. Here's our ad break. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, We're back from the commercial break. Um, And now it's time to get spooky. In Debbie's corner. <laughs> um, so obviously with a history like this um, that we've gone over so far, um, it's no wonder that Salem is regarded as one of the most haunted places in the United States. Um, and I mean, like, again, like 20 people losing their lives compared to the 40,000 or 60,000 in Europe. Um, very different. But, you know, it is still something that, you know, like um, tainted the soil of America, if you will. Yes. Um, and a lot of people said that, like, the witch's blood still runs in Salem. Uh, yes, this is actually considered one of the most haunted cities. Mm-hmm. So yeah. There's, there's that. Yeah, and of course, you know, the witch trials have even more history that go back and... um 
Salem is one of the places that I would love to go to to actually oh, yeah. do a full tour with. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I'll try and, like, post on our social media, like, a little, like, clip of, like, some of the different places or, like, um, something like that. So it'll be fun. Um, to start off, one of the most, like, uh, notorious stories that happened in Salem um, is the Corey Giles trial. Um, so what happened there is actually um, he was tried as a witch. Um, and he was actually... Um, he was tortured um and then he was actually tortured by the town and like the sheriff and everybody and while he was dying he actually cursed the town um so speaking of hexing people um it is said and he actually you know again i don't know if they were actually witches or not but um just like that bad blood and him being like i hate salem you're cursed forever um and now there's actually a superstition in the town that his ghost appears right before bad things happen what? so i'm gonna go ahead and read a little bit more about that so um the ghost of giles Corey appears before terrible events um so yikes giles Corey was a supporter of the witch trials and even testified against his own wife martha <laughs> i bet my husband better never <laughs> testify against me um, is that no. illegal now isn't there like a legal standing saying that you cannot testify against your wife or husband that's a great question that I should have asked. <laughs> Our lovely sheriff was right here in this lovely studio earlier. Oh my gosh. So I should have asked him when I had the I chance. I should be like, hello, sir. I'd like to you to give me a brief rundown of all legal things regarding <laughs> trials. Um, he's going to be like, what'd you do? Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he testified against his own wife. Um, but then he ended up being accused of being a warlock, which was a male witch. You know, and he's like, dude, I literally testified against my own wife. Like, and now you think I'm a witch? Like, hello. Um, and he actually refused to enter a plea. Um, so like she was saying, like, Tabitua or Tichuba, um, however you pronounce it. Um, she just gave in. And a lot of these innocent women just gave in at the time. Um, and but he was like, he's like, no, guys, like, I am not a witch. Like, first off, I'm a dude. Second off, like, no. Um, and they literally like were torturing him um so the sheriff's name was corwin um and he actually like tortured him in hoping that he would just confess and be like yep totally i'm definitely a witch mm -hmm. yeah um 100 um and then uh cory was publicly pressed to death what? um so like, by what like stones yeah so what they do is they basically have they had like this like pier or like it was like a deck and they would have like the person lay down they would put another board on top and then they would have individual come up and they just keep putting more rocks on top. And that was the form of torture. Um, and so essentially they were trying to get him to say like, oh yes, I'm a witch to ease the pain, but he never did. Um, so he ended up being pressed to death. Um, and the extreme nature of his punishment actually led many to question the validity of the witch trials. Um, so this is one of the most famous um, that actually caused them to be like, huh, Maybe that guy wasn't a witch. Maybe uh, we're on a witch hunt, uh, if that's what you're going to call it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, during his torment, Corey reportedly shouted to Seraph Corwin, Damn you. I curse you and all of Salem. He actually did that. And four years later, Corwin died suddenly of a heart attack, only at the age of 30. So the sheriff died. Um, and then God. Corey's ghost is now believed to haunt the Howard Street Cemetery, um, and he appears as a bad omen. Um, a lot of people actually witness him before terrible things happen in the town. Um, so one of the most uh, like 
like I want to say like the whole town like knows the story um so actually witnesses say that he saw his ghost right before the huge great Salem fire of 1914 um and there have been other instances where like something terrible was happening to the city or and it was like a communal experience of them witnessing his ghost what the heck yeah so now it's said that if you see his ghost something bad's gonna happen to the town so people like always look out for him um and some people say that he's actually in a good omen and he's trying to warn the town um but again um yeah and and but then again um he was murdered by the city so it can't um can't really uh ask for that (laughs) um Yikes. So, yeah. So now speaking of the sheriff, um, the next story that I'm going to tell you is Joshua Ward's house. Um, it was built on the infamous sheriff's land. Oh, um, no. So, um, of course, everybody knows Salem for the witches. But what a lot of people don't know is they're actually pirates, sailors, smugglers, bootleggers. Um, and, of course, so much more that happened in Salem because um, it is a port city or it's up there. Um, so, um Retired sea captain Joshua Ward had his brick mansion built in the mid-1780s. And during the 1960s, the land had actually been owned by the notorious Sheriff George Corwin. Um, He's also known as the Strangler. Um, Hello. Yeah. So um, he is known as the Strangler. Um, So 19 men and women were actually executed under his watch during the witch trials, one of them being Corey Giles. Um, And Corrin was infamous for his torturous interrogation techniques. So again, literally pressing people to death, finding people to torture people, finding ways to torture people. Do we not learn not to torture people? Yeah. And so. With all the penitentiaries I, and I know, everything. right? Like, hmm. Maybe we just shouldn't torture people and, like, you know, just be kind to others. Like, um, peace and love and all that. I'm going to have to go get some coffee with this be kind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Alex Sanchez. Yes. If you got that advertisement in between, <laughs> let me know. Um, but, yeah. So, after Corwin's sudden death back in 1697. Mm-hmm. Remember, he had a sudden heart attack. Ooh. Nobody knows why. They think it was due to the curse um and his family um had him interred in the cellar because it was actually too cold to bury him um so back in the day what would happen is the ground would actually be too hard and you know they didn't have like machinery um so the ground was too hard for him to be buried um so they just put him in the basement basically so they had him like it's basically entombed in the basement I would not want to own that property oh. currently. Well, that's why this guy, Joshua Ward, built his mansion there on the land. So huh, maybe that's why it's haunted. Um, no but yeah, so uh, and actually they were worried about Salem residents dismembering his corpse out of revenge. So it's not just that the ground was too cold. Like this man was terrible and people hated him, um, obviously. Um, so yeah, so his body actually remained in the house for several years, um, before he was eventually moved to now the Broad Street Cemetery. Um, several ghosts now reportedly haunt the spot where Joshua, where Joshua, where Joshua Ward's house now stands, um, including Corwin himself and the spirit of one of his victims, Giles Corey. Of course. So, yeah, and there's also the angry ghost of a woman with wild black hair. Um, She's also been seen and she's believed to actually be another one of the victims that was um, said to be a witch. Um, So this man was a really bad man. Um, But yeah, so kind of crazy. Um, 
The next thing is uh, the Jonathan Corwin house has direct ties to the witch trials. Um, so this is actually known as the witch house. Oh. Um, so this was home to judge Jonathan Corwin, um, who actually presided over Salem. So same last name as the, again, like remember the rich people had pretty much all the same last name. And um, so they all were kind of family or like knew each other or were related somehow. Um, so this was actually the judge. So, huh, you want to say that this is, uh, what is it where, like, you have, like, your family members do things for you? Um, basically, like, find people to sweep things Yeah, basically. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do this. It's basically Why? like that. Um, so, the judge, Jonathan Corwin, um, he presided over Salem during the witch trials, and he's actually the one that, like, condemned the 19 people. Um, that then the sheriff uh, ended up murdering. Um, it's now the only structure still standing in Salem that actually has direct ties to the witch trials. Um, so this is one of the only original buildings from that time period. Um, and it's a beautiful house. Like I am it obsessed with it. It looks gorgeous. It's gorgeous. But I can't imagine how insanely haunted it has yeah. to be. And now it's actually open as a, a museum to the public. Okay. So now the public can go and see it. Okay. Um, this paranormal hotspot was featured on our favorite show, Ghost Hunters. Oh, sorry. Ghost Adventures, Ghost Adventures. was Zach Excuse Baggins. Me. Please forgive me. Shout out. Um, and the investigators experienced cold breezes. Um, they've also felt touches on their arms and I've heard the sound of a child's voice. Billy. Billy? Billy the ghost. Billy, get out of there. No. <laughs> it's not um, But yeah, so that is um, one of the other haunted places that's connected to the witch trials. Um, and then there's actually, this is a fun one that I wanted to tell. Um, so there's actually a local liquor store oh. that's haunted by Prohibition era ghosts. Oh. <laughs> um, Perfect. So hilarious. Um, as you guys know, back in the 1920s, alcohol was banned um, as part of like a cleansing of the United States and blah, 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 whatever, right? Um, so um, if you've ever passed through Salem or Peabody, uh, you may have noticed bunghole liquors. It's literally called bunghole. B-U-N-G-H-O-L-E. Have Okay. Have you ever watched uh, Beavis and Butthead? No. Okay, hold on. No, I have not. So what you got to do is you got to get your shirt. Okay, go. I have seen that reference. And then you got to go, I need TP for my bunkolio. <laughs> I need TP for my bunkolio. So I have seen <laughs> that reference, but I never knew where it came from. I don't think this is where it came from. I think this is just a coincidence that uh um that there's bunkhole <laughs> liquors um liquors um oh, bunkhole oh no it's literally bunkhole liquors like licking bunkhole <laughs> okay well okay. that is great <sighs> see you all next week have a great day <laughs> this is the last episode allison will ever be on um anyway um and so this this city is obviously filled with like a bunch of stories and haunted. So in light of that, I wanted to ask this to, you know, kind of a palate cleanser, if you will. Um, I shouldn't say palate cleanser after saying bunk. <laughs> oh, you really? That's poor choice of words. Poor choice of words there. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, back to the story. Um, so the funny name actually comes from the liquor store's prohibition history. So back then the building was a funeral home, um, and the owner ran a speakeasy in the basement where the bodies were actually embalmed. Why? <laughs> Cause we're also, okay, listen, if I was in the prohibition area and I'd be like, Hmm, 
where would I have a secret speakeasy? I think I would choose in the bottom of a funeral home where there's dead bodies. <laughs> the cops will never look there. No. <laughs> they would never look there. No. Um, so. Those poor ghosties. <laughs> they were drunk ghosties. <laughs> I, I really hope they shared some of that liquor with them. I know, right? Um, you know how like you have to like leave offerings out for the spirits? They like They're left at. a little like shot glass with just like straight up vodka in it or something. Um, but anyway, so oh, the slang for the secret drinking spot was bunghole. Um, as in, will I see you at the bunkhole tonight? So it was like slang for them to like, like on the DL talk about it. No. Yeah. No. Um, so <laughs> one of the regulars said that if prohibition was ever lifted, the owner should turn the place into a liquor store. And, and then that's, that's what exactly happens. what happens. Of course it is. Cause so, what else would you do? <laughs> in 1933, it was actually transitioned, um, from the funeral home to then be the liquor store. Um, and then today Why? it said that spirits still lurk in the store. Um, and there's actually a female ghost that roams behind the wine racks um, and a feline ghost that haunts the shop. So there's a little key cat ghost in the liquor store. And then there's a lady that's just getting wine drunk at 11 a.m. So I think she's just like one of those wine moms that's like, hmm, where would I want to haunt a place? Ah, yes, a liquor store. <laughs> I'm sorry, I yawn, but it's like, oh my god, why? Mm -hmm. Why? Well, that's it. That, 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 that's what it is. How much time do we have? Oh, I think that's everything. Should I just wrap up? Yeah. All right, and there are many more stories, of course, that haunt Salem. So this might be something we have to revisit in the future. Yes. Um, there's so many things that are going on with Salem and Salem's history. We could probably talk literally all day about Salem, Massachusetts itself. Um, and there's so many exciting places and so many ghosts that roam this town. It really is just a, a city for the ghosts, if you will. Oh, Ghost City, Ghostville, Ghostville, USA. Polter City. Polter City, oh it's my God. Yes, yeah, so anyway, so that's all, some of the stories. That's not all of the stories, um, but that is just a few. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, I hope you guys like our new setup and like our new video. Um, and we'll be getting back to you guys next week with another exciting episode of Polter Gals. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.